0: We're back. How we doing, Anna? Well, Todd, things are heating up. Ooh, yes. Nelson with the jalapeno poppers. Incredible. Ramirez comes in hot with a cheeseburger, patty, lettuce, tomatoes. Beautiful formation. Is he? (gasps) He's going for it. Ramirez grabs the Duke's Mayo. (laughs) Look at it go. The twang. Anna, this is the best tailgate I've ever commentated on. Tailgate with twang. Get the official mayo of the tailgate. Duke's Mayo today.
1: E- 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 it's the Custard TV podcast. I've not done that in a while, so I'm looking forward to doing it. And I've just done it. So there you go. Uh, I'm Luke, editor and runner of the website, thecustardtv.com. Uh, joined as always by my faithful podcast companions, Gary in the London area. Yo. Yo, Snoop Dogg. Yo. And Matt, Bre- shizzle, the postal sh- panther.
2: nizzle.
1: How dare you? I'd rather not. I don't know where it's been. <laughs> And Matt, the postal panther. The
2: postal panther. Yeah. How Am I a panther? Well, it yeah. has to be alliterative, doesn't it? So. He does. Yeah. Postal
1: Panther. pan. A b. Or po a, Oh. <laughs> can I rub your belly?
2: <laughs> no, I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you want me to go?
3: You do. No. Oh, yeah. No, just, no. Oh, Okay. I've <laughs> <No, laughs> just yeah, got visions you of, go Gary's of a nor- belly, but we, you know,
2: we've only got, yeah, I just I, got it, images. Easy. <laughs> easy. Just
1: got images of a northern panda covered in stumps. <laughs> like.
2: What does a northern panda look like? <laughs> it's a panda it's with own, your face. It's got its own whippet.
1: It. It's a panda yeah. covered in gravy. Instead it of eating in bamboo. about
2: what,
3: 1998 or something. Instead of, eating, <laughs> instead of eating just bamboo, it has bamboo with gravy. Uh, ah, yeah. nice.
0: Luke, Gary and Matt.
3: Talking Telly.
0: On the Custer TV Podcast.
1: <laughs> TV news, reviews, previews, Gary go, going west to catch us up on all of the latest things, and you may or may not follow me on Twitter, you may or may not follow Gary on Twitter, you may or may not have seen this tweet, where Gary said, call the midwife on Sunday, made me cry. I saw
2: you oh. highlighted
1: it. It did, yes. and when we get to that portion of the show, I, I'm, I with you there, Ga- I'm with
2: you there, Gary. Are you, are I'm you with going
1: you to there. be able to hold it together? I wasn't,
2: I wasn't full tears, but I was sort of misty-eyed. I, I, where I, was I... it
1: on the... TV crying scale, Matt, because you and I do have our moments.
2: I mean, it wasn't full, like, educating Cardiff, educating Yorkshire sort of style. Okay. Didn't go full Musharraf.
3: I think that's yeah.
1: that's the level. that's how we're gonna take take it. No, it's not the crying
3: scale. It's weatherman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was yeah. I was kind the of yeah, it, There's there's one scene, and when we get to our when we okay. get to that yeah. portion of yeah. the show, me and Matt can, can you know. Call I, the midwife is I'm, always I'm, a,
2: always tries to evoke the emotions though. It, it does.
3: Yeah. I saw an article this week somewhere suggesting that call the midwife should be shown in primary in secondary. School. I saw that actually. Primary school, scores. and I quite agree. There's more sex education and, and real-life mm. stuff in that than I think... On well, the, it, it
2: certainly would put a lot of them off having sex in the 1960s, so let's just put it
3: there. Oh, like yeah. Although, to be fair, for a lot of them, that's not an option
1: anymore. No. <laughs> I love like the way you said for a lot of them. <laughs> like, some <laughs> of them could <laughs> do and it. But... Time, <laughs> travel. <laughs>
2: time travel. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe <laughs> on that uh, Michael J. Fox time-travelling legal show that you pitched last week.
1: Some, ca- some cancellations and some renewals. The Real Marigold Hotel, which was the Reality show with celebrity pensioners over in India. That's coming back for a Christmas special. I just can't think of any more celebrity pensioners that I'd like to see on it. I thought maybe Eunice Stubbs.
3: Well, give it, give it, give it a year, and there'll be a few more, aren't
1: there? Eunice yeah, Stubbs.
3: Colin Baker will probably
1: be in there. Colin Baker. Did Little. Rolf Harris. No. Captain and
3: ball. Oh, oh edit point. <laughs> Cannon and or ball. He's, he's, he's at Her yeah. Majesty's Pleasure at the moment
2: yeah he's near to me actually is he <laughs> stafford uh, that's worried report
1: it report it report it okay not, but not that near oh just okay. nearby He's not tying
2: kangaroo down let's just put it like that
1: <laughs> oh god okay and the trip which is steve coogan and rob bryden being really self-indulgent uh is coming to sky atlantic going to spain this time really not bothered Myself, but then. No, it.
2: Sky. I mean, now it's on Sky Atlantic. <sighs> Sky Atlantic to me spells like, you know, get do whatever you want with it, we don't care, you know. Yeah. Have all it, it. it spells
3: to me, um, Mr. Partridge, whatever his name is, said, could I move my show to your channel as I'm doing Alan Partridge? And they went, yeah, Mr. Coogan, you can. But that was
1: the weirdest sentence. You, you started <laughs> it off <laughs> not knowing through, who... I remembered
3: the name of the person. Wow.
1: Gary? Yes. I think it's safe for if you went west. Okie dokie. <laughs>
3: two very brief reviews one from me uh, catching up on something that Luke and Matt saw a few weeks ago this Monday saw the premiere episode of America Crime Story or was it was an American Crime Story The People vs. OJ Simpson which is adapted from a book um, and stars Cuba Gooding Jr. as OJ uh, John Travolta and uh, David Schwimmer uh, they are the main proponents. And basically, this is the... Uh, what would you call this? It, it, it's made by Ryan Murphy, so you cannot call this a documentary. It's a... Well, you can't call drama. it a documentary.
2: It's a drama. Couldn't call it a drama. Well, <laughs> Couldn't no.
1: call it a documentary anyway, really.
3: Well, you could because it's documenting events, but well, it's a Well, no, a documentary, a
2: Gary, work. a documentary Isn't written. is a... It's a factual thing. It's not acted. Okay. This, this is, I, you would either call this I feel adopting,
3: like we're going back to the basics of our TV works. Or well, uh,
2: biopic, maybe. Okay,
3: so, bio. Yeah, okay. Um, I agree with a lot of what Matt and Luke said a few weeks ago that some of you the just acting... leave it there. Well, no. <laughs> the, the
1: end of the, the... review, surely. <laughs> yeah.
3: Some of the acting was rather strange. You don't know whether some of them are doing an impression or an act of the person. Particularly John Travolta, although I think he's just—I don't know—I don't. Know, you can't tell whether he's watched the guy and trying to copy him, or whether he's just acting quite badly. But yeah. his kind of looks and his poises to camera are just—you know—almost bordering on did it, comedic. Did it?
1: Did it mean you struggled to take it seriously, like Matt and I did? In, a little at, bit. In although,
3: as I think we mentioned, I remember a little bit more about the actual case than you two, being a bit older and remembering it. I, I did remember an awful lot about it. You know the fact that you know on the night he came out and you know he had a, he had a driver. He and... came
1: out as well on the night. He
3: came out. It was a big no, thing. No,
1: he, he had mate. a lot on his plate.
3: <laughs> they did. They did embellish. I mean, they they obviously were embellishing. You know, they they made a big point of mentioning the fact that when OJ was waited before he was arrested was living in Kim Kardashian's bedroom, and they made a big thing of that. And there's no way of where not if...
1: many men have been since. No. <laughs>
3: well depends um yeah. you throw me there <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> doesn't take much it doesn't take much <laughs> um one of the things that i thought was good was the way in which they introduced a lot of the big players you know you had robert thurman who comes up a lot later on uh, there kato kalen uh is well positioned at the beginning um so i i think that part was interesting and there are lots of more weird and wonderful characters wait till you get to the judge Oh my goodness! I remember that. Gary, uh, no, I, mean,
1: I think you're—I think you're on the wrong podcast. I think if you did a podcast each week about court cases, mm. you'd nail every name. I not without a problem.
2: Complete. Well, sort of related. Did anyone ever watch the dramatisation of the Michael Jackson trial that they did on Sky?
3: No. What? No, I don't think I did. You would have missed Where's this, it? Lou.
2: This would have been when you were in America.
1: Oh, I need this on YouTube.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they did every day the Michael Jackson. I think it was Sky One or Sky News. What? Someone they dramatized it. They, you know, oh, scene, that's right, scene, because basically.
3: they weren't allowed. In Why? The court as much or something.
2: They weren't allowed to go in the court. or so. There was some order where, you know, they couldn't film the court scenes. Yeah. So they did an actual dramatisation of it oh, yeah. every day. Oh. So they and had like Michael actors yeah. playing like Martin Bashir. And, yeah. And, yeah, and Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, obviously Michael Jackson.
3: Well, yeah, he was but what was quite funny was that they dressed him up to look like Michael Jackson from the 80s, didn't they? So you could clearly see that it was Michael Jackson. Like, he had the white glove and the things, didn't he? So... And secondly, uh, new this week on Sky Atlantic was an adaptation, not an adaptation, sorry, a new drama. Uh, the executive producers are Martin Scorsese, who was also directing the first episode, and Mick Rolling Stone Jagger. This was vinyl. Uh, Luke and Matt, you both saw this. What were your thoughts?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. I, put, I put my hands up. Luke? I put my hands up. Put your put hands, hands up. In a very <laughs> rock and roll way. I really, really struggled, and I didn't do the last half hour. But it was
2: two just, hours. Yeah, I mean, so be... you, what you're saying is you did a Gary?
1: Yes, but I think even <laughs> if Gary had done a Gary on this, I think I wouldn't have minded.
3: Mm. I did even more it... of a Gary. I didn't even watch it. That is classic Gary. Is <laughs> the first episode
2: was a feature-length episode. Oh,
3: God, it was long.
2: <laughs> Fe- feature-length as in uh, longer than most films, I think. It, it, was, it was just under two hours. I thought yeah. it was going to be two hours with ads, so, you know, like 90 minutes. No, for...
1: no ads, it's HBO. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, when Gary said it was two hours last week, I assumed he meant two hours, Sky Atlantic, no. two hours. But no, that, there is no ads on HBO. And when I was like, oh, <laughs> hour and 55 minutes, yeah. Stars Bobby Carnavale. Um, who bought, we like. Who Let's we like. Our... As yeah. uh, Richie, who's the head of American Century Record Company. And mm-hmm. it basically, it's it's one of Luke's favourite narrative things ever it starts at him going to a gig being in a car coming out and then it flashes back 5 days uh, in the past
3: yeah. <laughs> and was there a voiceover as well just to really And then it flashes back further
2: yeah. in the past as well to see how he became a record producer and is, him producing It's a time a, travel piece brilliant him I'll watch him, it. Pro- him producing this guy who wants to be a blues singer but they only want him to sing like the twist and things like that that like the for me was the, that for me was the bit where um, it lost me a little bit, this sort of flashback to his becoming this record producer boss and maybe losing some of his love of music in the process. We learn that he's a recovering addict, that um, he <sighs> he's he, there's some stuff with the Germans, like the company's being bought out by the Germans. Yeah. Uh, they're losing the publishing rights to Led Zeppelin's stuff. Uh, and a DJ is having a fight with Donnie Osmond, and they represent Donnie Osmond. So it's very of the 70.
1: Obviously, I know I mention this every week, but I'll mention it again in case anyone's new. I lived in the States, so I know how network TV works versus, you know, HBO and cable. They literally can't say damn on network TV mm. after 10 o'clock midnight. So it's like everything they can't do, they yeah, just I know, do. Yeah, I know what you mean. These... I was
2: thinking that. Yeah. And but you were looking forward that. to seeing Ray Romano smor- snorting snoting snorting, snorting w- cocaine <laughs> off a re- off a record. I
1: was, but it just all the language got me down.
2: Yeah.
1: I thought Robert Plant and all the Led Zeppelin stuff was terrible.
2: Yeah, I, I
1: just there were two things
2: know. I liked. Firstly, Bobby Cannavale, who I thought did try his best with this.
1: Yes, although I think he gave up at the same point <laughs> I did. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh-
2: and um also i quite like the storyline involving juno temple who played the sandwich girl who got this tape from this band Uh, i can't remember the name i
1: liked her as well because she was the only thing in it or the only character in it that you actually could root for and feel any sympathy towards but
2: then she She then she ended up sleeping with the lead singer of the group and you're like i
1: know "Mm -hmm." i know it's James Jagger as well, so there's a bit yeah. of nepotism going on.
2: I, I, I would don't. say as well, though, going back to your point about the swearing and all that, it's written by Terence Winter, who, with Martin Scorsese, did The Wolf of Wall Street, which I absolutely hated. I've decided not to watch that because it does
3: of sma- people have
2: It does sort of smack of that a bit to me, that sort of excess that's in The Wolf of Wall Street runs throughout this. But the thing is that they're saying that this is a failing record company, and yet all these people are still doing all the drugs, all the yeah. stuff. And and there's some actors in here that I, Olivia Wilde, for example, who I think is an excellent actress, is yeah. really? wasted in the in the world. Well, well, she's not wasted because she's <laughs> a recovering addict as well. Yeah. She's about yeah. the only uh, one not wasted no, no, in no. it. Well, her and Bobby Cotton Navali are both sort of recovering addicts. She plays his wife, and there's a little yeah. hint that they might do something with her character. But it's like you know, you've got two hours. Give us yeah. something else. You could do it all in two hours. Katrine, and from, Borgen, Katrine <laughs> from Borgen pops up and says, oh, how are you? I haven't seen you in a while. And then disappears again.
3: So neither yeah. of you will probably be continuing this. Luke probably no. not. God, no, no, I honestly what couldn't. Do, I I don't, honestly no, 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 couldn't.
2: no, hang on, hang on, hang on. I, do, if, I might just give it one more go
3: because... Mm.
2: This, to see what, what it's like no. in, its, in its sort of in its normal form. You, do, yeah. do,
3: you know, do you know what I used to do? This this might sound a bit weird, but whenever you watch pilots, <laughs> and I've watched a lot of pilots, yeah. <clears throat> sometimes you would watch the opening credits to the first proper episode just to see what they did. Because you sometimes get a feel for the tempo and the the style of the show, even from yeah. just the new opening credits, or what I doing. appreciate what you mean, but HBO is a bit different. Yeah, right? I know HBO is a bit different. I'm just saying, in, in pilot world, you know, I would tend to watch even just five minutes of the next episode, just Preparing to see... Comparing
2: this to some of the other programs we're going to talk about this week. There's no, you know, there's, there's no, not need even for, not in I the think, what I think generally what what turned me off this was as one we said, like the content, the swearing, the drug taking, mm. the drinking. I mean, there's that scene. I don't know if you've got that far because obviously, in the start, we see him with the, the card with the homicides.
1: Well, there's also a not. murder in this. Yeah. yeah. Like, Did you get that, part? Yeah. It
2: was the DJ. It was the radio yeah. DJ who got murdered. There's this whole scene where the, the DJ's there with a the gun, and, he's, and it's just, it's all confused. And there's yeah. a. There's a room where there's just an orgy going on and Bobby Cannavale yeah. just sort of walks through the orgy to talk to this guy. Oh, uh, yeah. So there's, there's that. And there's just a sense of it not being disciplined. And I, I'm going back now to when we went to Edinburgh and yeah. Nicola Schindler was talking to the guy. he through an orgy? What? Oh, no. She was talking to the guy <coughs> from HBO and he, yeah. she was saying, how do you give Martin Scorsese notes? And I, 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 I went back to that because I was thinking... He obviously hasn't. He's obviously got. He gone. didn't
1: give him All anything. Martin
2: Scorsese knows what he's doing. Terrence Winter knows what he's doing. Let them get on with it. And what we've got yeah. is just a bit of a mess, really. I think in there, there's a really good I mean, There's but, interesting but, characters. I like, as I say, Bobby Carnavale and Juno Temple, those two and their characters, they could have there had quite a series.
3: There will be people who will watch this beauty because of those things you just mentioned, because mm, no, they, they are fed up with network television you know that doesn't do that but so there'll be people that because to... the wolf of wall street was an extremely popular film whether you but, like it or not
2: but you don't need to i as i say, like we look yeah. at the good wife and that's an example of how to do t- yeah. a really good network tv i'm oh, sure you know, without like
1: without trying too yeah. hard which yeah. is what this did
3: can i tell you that i'm up to series four episode 11 now i've done almost a full series in a week oh. of the good wife and i'm absolutely hooked
1: by the way, can we give a quick shout-out to new site friend Kush Jumbo? Oh! Yes, who, can't, who very kindly promoted...
3: That's the name of your local Chinese,
1: <laughs> God,
3: and now, uh, just uh, just gone. and now she's not a site friend. <laughs> I've just ruined that friendship, haven't I? I've just blown it to one guy. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Edit that bit out. <laughs> she, no, she promoted very kindly Matt's uh, piece on The Good Wife, which you can now read to your friends and family. Uh, the Tester <laughs> TV, The Good Wife. Let's
2: just, like, just you, hope she doesn't read my review of
1: Vera. Okay. So, yes, thank you to her. But, but you, just getting back to vinyl, we're not alone. I listened to some American podcasts <gasps> or some critics, and they agree as well. It's just too much going on, nothing to really care about, and just too gratuitous. I, I, I'm, yet to I'm yet to read.
4: I'm
3: yet to. I was going to wait for your feelings, and then I was going to go and read a couple of reviews from people that we trust and see what they say. But you
2: weren't mm. ever going to watch it. You were just going to read and listen. To it. Um, mm. I was going to base it on what you two said.
1: So no, it's I'm kind not... of your era, though, Gary. I mean, no, the music. I was
2: very young in the
3: seventies. Don't you start. So mm, if they do big one big.
2: about the eighties, yeah. eighties, I'll be
1: right.
3: I know. Yeah.
2: They should do a, a drama centered around the offices of Smash Hits.
1: That's yeah, it, that's the it. Taylor De- the Taylor Dane
3: story. That's what we want. Taylor Swift's name I, wrong
2: I think there's a, there's a thing in that the, the smash hit story. There you go. Dr- no, dramatization. You know, you've of... got
3: to you've got to do the uh, Stock Aitken and
2: Waterman story first, really, haven't
1: you? And 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 the big orgies at the poll winners' parties. Yeah, as well, yeah. yeah. Pip Schofield.
2: You don't want yeah. to know where they put them awards.
1: <laughs> you don't want to know what happened to Gordon the Gopher in 1988. Either, but there you go. <laughs> Moving on to the reviews,
2: I think we should start with the only show, according to this, that all three of us have watched. Oh, uh, yes, Traps. Oh, I'm just gonna... <laughs> that's my review. That's Try my review of it. Now, uh, how far have we all got on this? Because I know I've watched both episodes. I've only watched I, ha- the I first didn't one. get
1: to see two because I was still plodding on with with um Blum and Vine. Right, so, so are we just
2: going to yeah, just yeah. To up to one, up to one, up to one, yeah. So this is a, um, a drama, I actually thought at first it was quite an old one, but actually it's only just recently debuted in uh, its home country of Iceland. Uh, and yeah, you're right
3: though, it did look a little dated, you're not wrong.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, in episode two, does Peter Andrew turn up with some foreign rings?
2: From, yeah, from Iceland, some uh, yeah. tikka lasagna.
3: Yeah. Surely that would be Kerry Katona. Don't think be.
2: It's, it's actually the, the King Pawn Spoons, is it? Is okay. Is yeah. the, uh, big That's big the big.
3: murder weapon. <laughs> Hacked him to death with King Pawn Spoons. <laughs> good, name for, good name for a band, Matt. King Pawn Spoons.
2: Set in a small Icelandic port town, village.
3: Yeah. That
1: covers <laughs> everything. <Yep.
2: laughs> it's uh, focusing around the police chief, uh, Andre. Played sort of by Gary. Peter?
1: <laughs> <laughs> played by Gary. I was going to do that. Was um, well, it isn't
3: that good,
2: but it is when you travel uh, to. Uh, I was going to say Scandinavia, but Iceland isn't Scandinavia, is it? But it's Nordic.
3: Um, yeah, it's not Scandinavian.
1: You're going to tell us this is Nordic? They were.
2: It's Nordic, but it's not Scandinavian. Scandinavia okay. is Sweden, Denmark, and Norway.
1: And Finland. Yeah. But,
2: but no, no, no,
1: no, no. No. <laughs> Don't keep we'll have a lands. talk
2: after the podcast about <laughs> what isn't scandinavian <laughs> what is... we'll
3: do that next oh um, that's and
2: basically a fisherman finds a uh torso while fishing and they realize it's been thrown from a ferry
3: blooming huge ferry as a well a blooming
2: huge ferry that's about to what's the word not embark land. disembark Disembark in or um, arrive. Dock, dock,
3: dock.
1: dock.
2: That's it. Dock in Do the work. in the in the port, and it basically becomes a murder mystery. And at the same time, the town starts to get snowed in. The mountain road gets closed off. As Andre uh, realizes that he has to solve this murder, he calls in the team from Reykjavik, but they're, uh they can't get in because of the snow. So it's basically the entire town is trapped with a murderer. And then there's other things going on. There's Andre's wife has come back with her lover and she wants to maybe take the girls back with them. And then there's... I
1: wish she would. The girl was a little brat. Yeah. So. Yeah, and
2: yeah. there's there's also... Oh, I didn't even mention the stuff with the fire at the beginning where he's... Oh, yeah. oh
1: no. That, that's what made me make that his, noise earlier. His, his,
2: ex, his ex-wife's <laughs> sister dies in a fire at the beginning. And the, her boyfriend, who survives the fire, comes back on the on the ferry. That's one of the stories. Yes. My, my, and I, he's I, quite too. a prominent character in the second episode as well. The, there's people who want to build a like a marina in the in the town and <coughs> want to get yeah. everyone to sell their houses and move away. Uh, and uh, an there's and there's something there, really. with the uh, obviously the dad from the killing and the Danish defence minister from Borgen, who is now the captain of a ferry in this. Yes. Um, he's, God,
1: he, his CV and just looks yeah, he like, he basically
2: know. um wants to cause chaos. They said, didn't they, that he's not he wouldn't turn the heating on on the no. thing. And, well, he turned and the heating end, off, didn't he? I suppose that's
3: yeah. The, No, he, he, yeah, he, he turned, turned it, it off. And and he, turn well, it he didn't
2: want to turn it back on. Yeah,
4: uh, yeah.
2: and he basically uh, was being very um, surly about things. There's a hint that he's got some sort of something going on where he wants to cause as much mayhem as possible. And it's just all these little things that link back to this central idea Love of the murder them. mystery. And it's I think to me it's what we were talking about Happy Valley last week, that you've got yes. this central story and then you've got things going on in the periphery.
1: That uh, you just know we're that all gonna connect. You just know that we're all gonna connect together.
2: and then there's so in the second episode, which I have seen, they they even sort of make a connection to that little boy Maggie, the little ginger boy. <laughs> that the
1: girls. Are oh, okay. that is my favourite character. He's, he's,
2: <laughs> you sort of get a hint of who his oh, his, yeah, pe- he, his dad's might be. His dad doesn't he?
1: Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> want to see this now. Is there any chance we could
5: pause <laughs> no, the podcast?
2: You'd stay right there. But I just yeah. love the whole sort of atmosphere. You actually, yeah. You actually feel cold watching it. That was what I was going like, to say. The atmosphere of say. this, yeah.
1: is the. The best thing about yeah, it, you do I just... like
2: feel like you need to like put the heating on because yes. I know like feel coming like, at you.
3: I feel like um, this this is very closely linked to uh, the killing because it, the same thing when you watch the original Danish killing is the the rain, you know, and the dampness and the cold. And it's what you think Iceland sort of is. It sort reminds
2: me of the returned in
3: that aspect as mm, well. Because yeah, right. it's all sort of foggy yeah, yeah. and yeah, everyone stuck and, together yeah. in a small town. I, I, I really yeah. liked the way in which they had various storylines. And I agree with you, Luke, that the two daughters are scumbags. They're bullies.
2: Yeah. But it's nice um, to have a, like, yeah, not, instead of perfect. angelic kids having these sort of... What kid, These are. This is what kids are like, and I don't think they are. They're, they're bullies to this specific child, but otherwise,
3: uh, well, what they were saying was horrible. Considering their mother and father are apart, and they were picking yeah. on this kid because he considering
1: got Considering though, Gary, he, he he was called Maggie, and he was
3: ginger. Well, yeah. Okay.
2: And, <laughs> what and, did, and in to do? the second episode, you find out he can't uh, use building blocks either. So, he's oh, well, well, I,
3: I'll change my <laughs> petition. They were perfectly
2: right to bully the poor kid. They even linked stuff back to the financial crisis in Iceland because apparently the cool. marina that they were going to—they oh, yeah, the originally going to build it in 2008—and everyone had agreed to, like, sell their houses and stuff, and then the plan cl- fell through. So Did
3: they mentioned that volcano.
2: Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. It's time. Know. It's ten. There's ten
3: episodes,
1: and that's probably why it's so <laughs> foggy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think the other the
3: other thing that i loved about this was the pacing you could tell that yeah. this was going to rise and fall in its pacing you had parts of the show that were quite slow but you understood why they were there for character comparing this to vine, then, i
4: mean and then come then right,
3: yeah and then right at the end of episode one you got the small car chase or you know running through the the ferry you got that bit of action that you needed just to sort of keep you gripped right at the end
2: they do that, as you say, linking back to the first series of The Killing, they do that thing where they s- yeah. show you how, where all the yes. characters are yes. at that specific moment, and then do a... Or like 24 as well used to do well, that. Well, yeah, 24 though. pioneered that, you know, yeah. that whole
3: that yeah. bit at the end with the... And then
2: doot, they do a... Yeah.
3: Doot, doot. Has oh. he just died? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh. he's. I really like this. I I I will be watching this. Yeah, and like Luke, episode two. Um, I loved.
1: The... I absolutely love this. And also, I give you know I give people a lot of grief if something doesn't grab them, stick with it. But I've seen three shows this year, three dramas this year: Happy Valley, this, and a new BBC Three drama called Thirteen, which grab you right from the start, mm. and do not let you go. And considering I started watching Vinyl. Which was so <laughs> vinyl difficult. Was,
2: if you think about, vinyl was an hour longer than the first episode, of and
1: nothing happened and, really. And
2: the amount—I think—Trapped had more characters, had more mm. story, and was better. And still wasn't. You didn't feel like it was going too fast. It was—you uh, felt like there, there's at least sort of—and there's characters you care about. Again, going yeah. back to Andre, I think he—you could link yeah. him back quite to Catherine in Happy Valley if we go and talk yeah. about that now that they are both these people who who are very com- committed to doing their job but have all this sort of personal baggage and stuff i felt so bad for andre when he yeah, when when, it, when the she said she goes yeah yeah and also when she goes oh you're still wearing your ring that line just like got me completely yeah. it's yeah. just like yeah. little things like that really matter i think they really matter to a drama and I just
1: for all the swearing and the drug taking it, you don't need it you I honestly don't need crap. it oh.
0: Right now at Safeway, earn four times rewards points when you shop for participating items with Safeway for you. Shop for items like Ready Whip Whipped Cream, Deer Park Natural Spring Water, Dan and Danimals Drinks, Philadelphia Cream Cheese, and 7-Up to earn four times rewards points with Safeway for you. Offer expires January 4th. Plus, get select holiday essentials like gift wraps, bags, holiday decor, lights, and more. Buy one, get one 50% off. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com or head in store for full offer details. they are also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: You don't need it. And, and Trapped, Happy Valley, That's why Luke did the late night version proof. of this podcast. That's just yeah. Is uh,
2: no, that what it is? They're like the, I, I, the 1035 I just assumed day. he was a gremlin and couldn't go out after Honestly, that. Honestly,
1: if you can, we urge you to it's get an iPlayer. iPlayer. Yeah. We need you to do it right Everywhere, now. It, well, if you believe and, what BBC3
3: uh, uh, is uh, saying, everyone's online now, so it's fine. Well, also, if you're not an iPlayer <laughs> <laughs> person, I believe BBC4 will repeat it on like, Wednesday or Thursday through the night. One final understand. thing I would say
2: before we go on to Happy Valley was that... Mm. If you think, oh, it's subtitled, blah, 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 I don't, I yeah. think you don't notice the subtitles completely. No, go.
1: you don't. And honestly there are don't.
2: also, like in Borg there are those bits where the, they speak English for a bit so you can relax. That blows my again, mind every
1: time. It's, I'm like, oh, I can speak Icelandic now. <laughs> <laughs> and then All go, of a sudden, you're
2: like, oh, yeah. I can speak really good Danish. <laughs> but it did confuse <laughs> me when to... the scenes between Andre and the captain where they start speaking like Icelandic English. or Danish and then go into English and then go back.
1: And then swap back. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's a ten-parter, and BBC Three,
2: four, show two four, in one four. go.
1: BBC what? Three aren't showing anything anymore. Oh, BBC Three, oh, I miss you. <laughs> uh, BBC, <laughs> BBC Four are showing uh, two and two each Saturday, so it'll actually be over in five weeks. But it is fantastic.
2: So moving on now to Happy Valley, the second also episode, fantastic. which we saw the funeral of Lynn Dewhurst and of... Um, Claire, no, what was her name? Gallagher. And Gallagher's mum. Oh,
1: God. I've just seen it twice. Yeah. Helen, <laughs> Helen. Helen
2: Gallagher. And yeah. also the death of um, Amelia Bulmore's character, Vicky. The quite brutal death of, of I know. Vicky. Uh, all yeah. she wanted was love. Even though she went and about it in a bit of it. a weird way.
1: And I kept thinking, I mean, we'll get to how she died or why she died in a minute, but that she didn't even get to have a pudding. <laughs> <laughs> and that that would really bug me if I died.
2: But the big sort of crux of this episode was the introduction of the sort of uh, with a Croatian uh, girl, mm-hmm. yes, who Catherine brilliant, finds early on in this episode, who are li- like living as one comes to the police office, the police station, I should Did say, you? and then mm-hmm. they find that there's slavery being operated at the local biscuit factory.
4: This is Alinka. Alinka, this is Daniel. Say hello. Uh, hello. And this is Claire. Hello. Right, sit down. Sit. She don't speak any English, so tea. What tea? Some tea. Yeah, I you still Okay, yeah. So Elinka came into our nick this morning. Try and smile. And she'd escaped from a house up Peveril Lane. She was being kept prisoner, along with twenty-one other women who've been trafficked from Croatia. you kidding? Oh, she's been shunted from one house to another for over four years. Eight of them in every room at this last place. She's been doing a ten-hour shift, six days a week. For £10 a week. At Bowen's Biscuit Factory up Rastrick. That's slavery. Yeah. Anyhow, I've got an interpreter on the phone. That took three weeks. Then I got the OSU, sports a trafficking unit in Sheffield, and we busted them out, the women. The only trouble now is housing them. Managed to get ten of them in at a women's refuge in Nodder'sfield. Six have gone to a hostel in Leeds and five are at the mission waiting for council to sort out the flights back home and, and the linker's going to stay with them. Hello? Winnie, hi, it's Catherine. Do you want to come across? Yeah, she's here. I have indeed got the kettle on, Winnie, Tata. I always thought Winnie were Polish. Oh, she's Yugoslavian. That was. It's only me! Come on in, Winnie. Where is she? I don't and it is just for two or three nights till the trafficking unit sorts something out. She knows that. She's saying you are very kind. And I am saying you're wonderful, as long as we all stay on the right side of you. Because if we don't, you're a pain in the arse. <laughs>
2: and this yeah. is where, for me, the series opens up, which I thought where they would go with it when they announced the second series was explore the criminal underworld of,
1: of the, the Valley. Of the Valley, And
2: yeah. the Maf... I can't remember the name of the family now that they said that are oh, the Halifax the... Mafia. It's like an Eastern European name, isn't it? Yeah. And I thought that was all fascinating. And then you balance that against the fact that they are now doing more stuff with the characters. More stuff with Claire, which I love with Siobhan Finneran now. She's full of the wagon. Oh, my God. Go they back.
1: are... Ju- I mean, those two mm. have the most incredible chemistry. Yeah. You could not even create that that is just there i don't for a second disbelieve any of their relationship i just think it's perfect
2: and you believe that she's been through all this before with her now she's sort of maybe yeah stepping back into her old habits
5: where are you going i'm not going anywhere i'm coming with you okay no i know where you're going whatever don't do this I need some space. I need for you to stop pestering me, look, Catherine.
4: What, what about me? What
5: about him? Oh, look, you see, this is what it does to you. It makes you selfish and small-minded and unpleasant, and that isn't you. Look. Just one day, just for one day, will you stop going on at me? No, Claire, this is the day I need to go on at you. Please... Please don't do this. I'm saying it because I love you. I'm begging you. I'll beg. Oh. I'll beg. I'll oh. do anything. Yeah, I'll be fine. Tomorrow, no, I'll no, start again. No, tomorrow you'll need another drink. If you drink now, oh, you'll you make... shit! Stop it now! I'm sick of you. All the police bollock shit. Do you know, if you go down to the jockeys, one thing will lead to another. You know what I'm talking about. There is nothing you can't buy down there. You're not in charge of me, Catherine. Just get out of my life. Go away. Go away! Right, well, that's it then. The door will be locked when you stagger back, and you can bang as loud as you like. You'll not get back in. Okay. I'll leave all your belongings and your bits and pieces on the street outside the front door. Whatever. Oh, and remember. There's a fella out there murdering and mutilating vulnerable women wandering about at night on their own.
2: Now, did you think? Because obviously they brought back Con O'Neill again as her. um, Is he playing Neil? Is Neil the character? Yes. Con O'Neill as Neil. Uh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be. It's just easier that way, isn't it? He
2: had a similar experience to the. um, the, Is it John, the police officer? Yeah. Amelia Bulmore, Kevin Doyle's character. That he had a fatal attraction type mistress. He had an affair, they revealed that had
1: a breakdown. Yeah. yeah. And
2: I it le- it did leave me wondering whether it was the same woman. I don't know it if it did, did make did me say, think yeah. was it
1: Amelia Bullmore? But then they've got rid of her in a way. Mm. So it just But then
2: obviously her murder investigation will become part of I'm guessing the rest of the series. I don't know. But it is again it opens it up, you've got now this the, this dead woman, you've got still again that the character played by Matthew Lewis, you're still not sure about him you see him sort of driving around by the prostitutes and stuff like that at one point.
1: And also, I I think, you know, you've got Shirley Henderson in Hmm. there now. Uh, They do really need to,
2: yeah, they really do need to increase their CLB checks in in Halifax. They
1: do, yeah, but just anyone could be a teaching (laughs) assistant. She's
2: She's a teaching assistant, isn't she? Called
3: DBS checks now. What is it called? DBS. DBS, DBS.
2: well, whatever. Hmm. Having someone who's visiting a psychopathic criminal... In prison, than be then allowing to be the TA to his mm. son is...
1: gives you some hope, though. If you go back into the school, <laughs> <laughs> everybody in this is so good. I even love her grandson. Mm. I think his portrayal is brilliant mm. as well. He it's just, just feels.
2: He just like looks so like so he normal. is like a nine-year-old boy. Yeah, like you know, he just. I know he isn't probably a nine-year-old boy, but you know, he... no,
1: he's actually three midgets. But I mean. <laughs> All joking aside, I wrote a piece today saying how perfect this is. <laughs> it really is the best BBC drama in, I would say... Ooh, careful. Ten, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, I would say. <laughs> You're
2: doing a in, what? Five, six. I
1: don't know. I life on Mars? Know. Probably. It's probably the most unique... Hmm. British drama since like yeah probably Sherlock. After Life on Mars
2: put that on the DVD box set the first yeah, series she... of Sherlock come on but this goes no, back c- onto our sort of come on you know, the first series of is Sherlock there...
3: we, it, it, is... before, yeah. after Life on Mars we the all first right two have... series of Sherlocks. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but oh. I, I don't have that connection with Sherlock
3: that I have. No, with because
2: you've
1: been Ashley tainted Valley. by
3: later series. Come on. You you loved that first episode with all the riot in the this, screen. This, Come goes, on. this goes back
2: to, again, the perfect TV series. Is there one that's gone from beginning yeah. to end that we talked about recently?
1: So far, this is perfection on a TV mm. plate.
3: You haven't seen the I mean. ending yet. It's called the Midwife, oh boy, um, <laughs> this, this was just the traumatic episode. The bit that got me was the young woman giving birth on her own. I just oh was, over
2: the phone, yeah the, yeah, just to, absolutely with the Welsh how do you do that wife, with the Welsh lesbian nurse on the other side of the phone, yeah
3: what I, you mean over like a fax machine no, basically, she was having contractions. She, Her uh, water's broke. She started having contractions. I know how it works. Yeah, I know. No, look, I'm <laughs> going to set up the scene. The midwife's yeah. car wouldn't start. So rather than being there in five minutes, she had to get on a bike and she wasn't very good and it took her yeah. 15, and she 20. She doesn't ride
2: a bike. It's yeah. not just like riding a bike.
3: During that time, the woman delivered her own baby and it was harrowing. It was
2: traumatic. It was
3: traumatic and as well it was... It, it was just emotional, it was just like you really felt for this woman, you felt the pain, and then you that learned, she was like, going yeah, through,
2: I think they did it brilliantly this week where she she didn't feel good enough to be the wife of yeah he was an older man she'd married, and she didn't feel good enough to be the mother of the daughter that she'd had or a wife to this sort of well had a lot to do, to do with her upbringing yeah but which you, you didn't, didn't know you found you, that, out. Yeah. and I loved how they revealed it. By and by, that she grew up in an orphanage, and then you found out she used to be a prostitute. And it was really, really well crafted that yeah. they didn't hit you over the head with it. And I thought the actress, who was actually apparently an Australian actress. Oh right. uh, it was really, really strong. She hasn't uh, the only uh, credit she has so far is in Home and Away. But this, I thought she was, I thought she was excellent in this as well. I mean, they had this sort of historical story this week was to do with the smoking and lung cancer and stuff like that. Mm. I like how they only had the one sort of birth story this week, and everything else was sort of related yeah, what, to the health. What of they care. managed,
3: what they managed to do in in this episode, because they had the whole episode series about the, the the haberdashery shop as well, which was the light relief.
2: Yeah, the light obviously. relief with Minty was Minty from the, Minty from Eastenders and his that's haberdashery right, with, shop
3: with Minty. But even that was slight... and obviously, you know, there was no coincidence that this episode showed on Valentine's Day. They probably planned that because this was. Of all the episodes, this was the one with the most couples and and mm. kind of like strains on I relationships. There was the dad it.
2: who decided to have radiotherapy yeah. or something so he could be with his kids a bit longer in his life. And wife.
3: the development of the doctor's son as a major character as well, how he sort of
2: yeah. almost, almost like they, his parents yeah. into
3: giving up smoking. I was just mesmerised again how, how well this was written and how good it was.
2: I mean, Linda Bassett was fantastic in this. I think her performance at the end where she was... Trying to convince yeah. her that she and was. And yet, what good they enough. still
3: managed to do: every character was still in this episode.
2: Yeah. Oh, well I like because it's an ensemble piece. So they- lucky Land Casino
0: asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office.
2: for example, like Helen George, they didn't use her very much this week. No, he's yes. absolutely brilliant. Again, call the midwife has got better and better as it's gone on. And I now think Gary one...
1: likes this. Matt, is there any other drama that you think he has dismissed that he would like just as much as this? I don't Does know. It I think this blows the... my mind. I think this is
2: the it. this is the one drama that. And again, as he said though, if Miranda Hart Hall... is because Miranda Hart
3: was in it before. And she's not in it anymore. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, there, there is a list that I have of programs that I eventually will go back to.
1: Oh, we need... Is the list available one day? I'll, we I'll, need I'll,
3: to... I'll publish it if you'd like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I can... can uh, it's an old document. I think so one... Bit, what, but there, was like, uh, there was always that idea. I mean, Life on Mars is on it because I never got on with it the first time.
2: But you didn't time, like the 70s I element.
3: I don't know, but I might go back because everybody talks about how good it is and it does well, end
2: well, so... While we're on sort of depressing e show, should we talk Life and Death Row, Luke? Because I know you've watched this today yeah wow.
3: <laughs> Was this the BBC three one?:
2: Yeah, should we talk yes. a bit about BBC three moving online and what we think about? Just generally? Yeah. I mean, I don't like the new site. I have to say, I don't like the daily dump, is it, or what's it called the, the Daily daily?
3: <laughs> daily yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's not called that. <laughs> I think it is actually. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, they've been very selecting what they've done. They've been very clever in that the third series of cuckoo is being shown online. You, you yeah, well,
2: there's the, the Clever uh, and well, Clever
3: it,
1: meaning nobody has to sit through it on telly, I Well,
2: suppose. no,
3: but they, they know that that kind Cuckoo of Cuckoo is a
2: big... Uh, yeah, I that, could do a mini-review of Cuckoo, viewers. because I have seen Cuckoo. It oh, is, then, yeah, Very much, they've gone sort of 1970 sitcom with this first episode, where Helen Buxtondale gives birth, and Greg Davis is rushing around the hospital ends up bumping into someone that they do the classes with and and the nurses think he's the dad to her baby. Ha, 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 um,
3: <laughs> ha, 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 Was that your know, attempt at canned yeah. love? I
2: actually, I'm surprised how good Taylor Lautner is in this. I think everyone was a bit sniffy about him, you know, coming from Twilight or whatever. But I think he's a lot better than Andy Samberg. I know it's not saying much, but Andy Sambert no, was really far not. too manic in this, whereas he's... he's sort of the straight man to greg davis is sort of you know broadly humorous
3: but the anime. point i was making is that people who would like cuckoo will follow online they're trying they're doing they're being very clever i just they're think the, the site's not great it's just I'm like it's not, it, not it designed feels... for you and i it's designed for the younger generation it's no, me, look me, like sorry, it. me,
2: me and luke are still in the demographic for bbc yeah, TV. yeah only love, you know. to be
1: fair only just but 80, yeah. is is
2: 16 to 34 80. Okay, we got a few more. We got a few years more years. It. Yeah. Eighteen
3: to thirty-four. So well, they go I'm, I'm I'm a good nine years past it. So yeah, you're in BBC seven, Four. Go I'm and watch it. Yeah, that's fine. I will. Life and Death
1: Row. It was on originally in 2014. 14. The first series, 3 parter As far as I know, not shown in the UK. In the US, rather, it is made by a UK production. Is it? Company. Is it
2: a Scottish document? Because you hear the voice every so often asking mm. questions, don't you? This Scottish. Yeah. This was about. Is it? Was his name? Is it Michael Lopez? I can't. I can't remember the name of the um,
1: Daniel. Daniel
2: Lopez. Daniel. Daniel Lopez. It was an interesting case in and of itself because there was that doubt that you never knew whether he actually intended to. He basically killed a police officer by running him over while he was trying to put like. But Not bollards, but like, you know, the things that slow you... He's the trying spi- to put the, the, spikes, the stings... The stings that slow you down, because yeah. was, he was involved yeah. in a chase at the time. Yeah. And there was a thing about, did he swerve right to specifically hit the police officer? Or, or did he just lose yeah, control? did he and, just yeah. lose control he couldn't see? Or not see? see him at all? Yeah, a lot of the jury who they interviewed in this um, found him very hard to like. He kept smirking when they showed pictures of the dead officer. And then there was this whole thing about him wanting to die. He wanted the execution to come forward. You learnt that he kept trying to kill himself as a youth. His father Mm. abused him. He had this horrible life. He had seven children at the that age of 27
1: my mind. different that certainly two of
2: them mind. had different mothers because we met them in the documentary i i loved uh, the, every angle they went out here the one of the mothers and the, the one of his daughters, daughters. You had the, the the godmothers from the church who i thought were excellent they were the only people who'd sort of come to terms with his decision i liked that mm. there was these people who were actually sticking up for his right to want to die everyone else was trying to Hurry like his lawyer was trying to hurry through the process of trying to get him to, you know, find be, be found criminally insane, and that he yeah. couldn't make the decision on his own. That they wanted to increase the appeal. I thought the most sympathetic character was the widow of the of the officer, yes, and yeah, there was that scene where she way. was at this meeting with other police widows, and they were talking about their ordeals of going through this process of the, you know, waiting for these execution dates to come out to happen, and it was just. It was so eye-opening, and this whole thing, and, you know, just thinking about this 27-year-old and all the decisions he's had to make and everything he's gone through, and it's just so
1: and how upsetting. his life is, the life is basically mm-hmm. ruined, yeah. you know. It's so. 27, upsetting. his life is yeah. over. And
2: then they show at the end, the people, them leaving the, it ends with the the, the execution. Obviously, you don't see that on screen, but you see them going in and leaving, mm. and, and just the access that they get in this is ridiculous, but it's so well done. If yeah. you're
1: really keen to watch it, you don't want to watch it online. It's actually being shown on Tuesday night on BBC One, Okay. Uh, so you can watch it there. But it, honestly, Gary talks a lot about making a murderer. This is up there with the best crime documentaries mm. you'll see. Honest to goodness, I Life just think, think the lag. whole
2: thing that there is that and and they like the sort of epilogue from the was it the judge, the woman that they mm. she was the, the judge woman that, yeah, and she was there saying, you know, two people didn't deserve to die, and they both now, are now dead. You know, mm. she was saying that she thought that he didn't actually mean to kill the person in the first place. And, and, actually, and also,
1: and you're, you're watching something and empathising, and but there's this impending doom throughout yeah. because you know where it's ending up, you know what the end well, result. Well, you don't is going to know, be.
2: you don't because you don't know whether I, you know, until they don't get that, you know the the appeals like psycho- the, the psychologist thing the psychologist report you've got that thing in your mind that may be and still i thought you know because they were like the mother of one of his children was trying to talk him around trying to they had two different mothers of two of his children didn't they on there saying how mm-hmm. he'd want them all to play together and things like that and it's just there are so many bits that i mean i watched this a week ago and it's still like fresh in fresh in my mind more fresh in my mind than say vinyl which i watched yesterday it's yeah. so good
1: please don't bring that again. it's incredible <laughs> life and death row go and watch it now on BBC iPlayer through BBC 3 also if you're a Sky customer you can download it like I did onto your television through the box sets and catch up there so it's just like having it on TV anyway uh, and really? there'll be three and they'll be on um uh, Tuesdays Mondays
2: Tuesdays.
1: Mondays okay this first one was on a Tuesday then. oh then Tuesdays then sorry I'm... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Pick of the week. Pick
1: of the week. But but actually, before we do it, oh, right, yeah. what is quickly becoming a podcast favourite? Uh-huh. Mrs. What? We have some Mrs. McNamara news. Oh yeah, for. yeah.
3: She she's back. Uh, and and I saw her on my way back from work yesterday, and she told me about her news. Uh, Good. And yeah, did you I, have to act surprised, or did you say something? Uh, no, I, she said, you? oh. Uh, you... I won't give away the name of my neighbour on television, but she said, i oh, probably told you. <laughs> We're not on TV, you do know <laughs> yeah, that. No, yeah, I know. No, well, I'm very sad to hear that, but obviously, whatever's best for you, and she said, oh, you know, But she said, I'll probably have a little tea party, so, you know, cake. <laughs> and you thought, a cake? Oh, I yes. thought, cake. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I'll let you know. Maybe I'll even record a little bit. Shall I record a little bit from the party or
1: something? Oh, my God, my <laughs> life. I know,
3: I can't promise that. I can't. Oh, I'd have, I'd have you... to tell them, and then otherwise... you no said, said it now. Wasn't. Yeah, you then you have to check, do you like on the pre- Simpsons
2: and just wear a big sombrero with a camera. In <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
3: but if I'm going to broadcast it, haven't I got then to? Oh, I suppose it's not radio, is it?
1: Nobody listens.
3: No, it's true. Hi, Mum. <laughs> Let's do pick of the week. Mine is a BBC Four programme on Wednesday called. I thought T- you might go yeah. for this. It is called The Prosecutors: Real oh, Life, well, Real yeah. Crime and Punishment. I've been looking at this for a couple of weeks uh, as it's coming up, and um, this follows the Chester Crown Prosecution Service. Um, and I, you know, people will know if they follow this podcast. I've got a real insight. You know, I've got a real love of true crime and real crime as well. And obviously, have sat on the jury in the last six months. Have um, mm. seen the process from that side. So, it'd be interesting. somebody recovered. who's not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, an awful, we're talking about the jury and they still haven't
2: recovered. No. Yeah, um, I have.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Um, you wait till you go on jury duty and do a murder of not on the <laughs> that's jury. not what I was doing I was
2: insinuating <laughs> yeah. that, that you physically sat on them all
3: oh I see there was that ah, sorry I missed that <laughs> redo it again and I'll Too laugh I don't mean it. but no I'm really looking forward to this uh, BBC4 uh, are very good at doing this type of programme as well so hopefully and they haven't done
1: take... one like this for well, a long I, I time believe...
3: well I, I tend to think that they have done something like this before but I can't remember what it is matt
1: i think i know what you'll go for but surprise me uh yeah
3: uh fresh meat
2: is, is there bad. you go i'll which be watching that what as was, well was, which, which is what i was insinuating to earlier where you were saying about sort of the perfect series and i just think fresh meat for me is it's a um comedy drama um and as the cast was saying at the screening i went to um the uh it's sort of they say it takes it to sort of some heartbreaking moments but then wraps it in a layer of ridiculousness, which I think is a good way to describe how uh, Fresh Meat operates. Uh, This is their final series, their final year at university. It's sort of ten weeks to their finals. And again, this is a show which has six very well-defined characters, Mm fully-rounded characters, and is able to give them each a storyline in a 40-minute episode and have them all sort of collide
3: towards the end. I have Um, to say, this is one which you two made me watch and you were right and I loved it when I finally watched it
1: finally for me I can't praise it enough it's going to be my pick of the week again 9 o'clock Tuesday Happy Valleys on BBC One watch it if you don't you're missing one of the best dramas for years thank you very much
3: I'll also be um,
2: I don't know if you want to highlight the fact that Ant and Deck were back on Saturday night because I know you like and the then
3: when... yeah, well on the Brits so it's Ant and Deck week on IT <laughs> It's normally <laughs> well, Ant, and Ant and Dick Week. Ant and Dick Week every week, isn't it? So. Well, it will yeah. be
2: now, because after Takeaway, it'll be Britain's Got Talent, won't it?
1: Okay, uh, if you want to, you can follow each and every one of us on Twitter, especially if you want to see what Gary wants to win from Cult Box at the Gary Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh!
3: Get those claws <laughs> out! <laughs> but I also and, do tweet uh, about... Hey, I'm, I'm trying to earn a living here. By winning
1: right? by, by winning, winning things, things and, and them selling them. them. <laughs> yeah. I thought so. Um, also, uh, Matt, at Matt Steve Yeah, and sorry, myself. I thought you were,
2: gonna, you were asking me something then.
1: And, <laughs> <laughs> no, we did this every week. And myself, uh, Luke, at Luke LukeCustardTV. Can TV I just say
2: something funny. as well? That I, Thank you to the people who have liked us on um, Facebook over the past few weeks. A few really? new likes. Uh, so I give some shout-outs?
1: Go, Go on, on then. then. Yeah. Shout
2: outs to and and just to th- think on if you'd like a shout out, give us a like on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh Mary Johnston, Shannon, S- Shannon Sadler, and Hello. the exotically named Elena Sangabino. I have
3: Hello. No idea who those people are. We're no longer getting just friends on there. Wow. Oh, I know. When's the quiz no, coming back? I still wait the for quiz. that music round.
2: I've been listening to every TV theme tune yeah, ever. I've,
1: I've not watched any telly. I'm including just including Minder.
3: Damn. Yeah. Weak, weak. Isn't that I could be so good for you? <laughs>
1: That's ice can be so good for you, isn't it? That's the only thing I do know about. I've got to Wanda. go ahead and
3: rewrite the quiz. <laughs> okay, take care. Bye. Bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com.
0: 18 plus.